welcome to Weight Loss for Dentists. I'm Dr. Natanya Brown, a board-certified endodontist and certified life and weight coach. I'm on a mission to help dentists live at their goal weight without relying on deprivation or willpower or even intense workouts. If you want to start making more mindful choices so that you can lose weight permanently and have fun in the process, you're in the right place. Friends, I am so glad and thrilled, in fact, that you're joining me today for another episode. I wonder what you have going on. I know so many of us are really in the thick of it. I'm curious, are you taking any time off of work? Are you working this week? So many of us are really in the middle of, you know, having a lot of social events and Honestly, this is the time of year that we're going out, we're potentially spending money on food, maybe holiday office parties, New Year's parties, families, family gatherings, you name it. Such an exciting time of year. And one of the things that I talk about with every single one of my students, and sidebar, just in case you're wondering, if you're listening to this, I'm treating you like my student while you're here listening, okay? One of the things I talk about with all of them, and I'm going to talk about with you too right now, is how you can truly, really get the most bang for the buck in any eating situation. Now, you might be wondering what in the heck that means. Well, look, let me just back up. There was a time, like years of my life, actually, like the majority of my 20s and 30s, where I actually believed that when I went to a fancy restaurant, or probably any restaurant for that matter, but specifically fancy restaurants, that I needed to eat everything that I ordered, that everything that came to the table, right? Like maybe we had drinks and appetizers, and at that point I was already potentially kind of full, but then the entree arrives and I'd have a few bites, and at that point, truthfully, I could have stopped but I would instead completely override the feelings of fullness and just keep on eating because I was thinking to myself, potentially, I was having the thought that, look, I'm paying for this meal. I want to get my money's worth, which in my mind meant I needed to consume everything on my plate. So like I said, maybe it wasn't only fancy restaurants, maybe it was pretty much every restaurant, but it was definitely a thought that I would have. I was paying hard-earned money for the food. I didn't want to throw any of it away, right? Now, I can definitely talk on the topic of food waste later because, I'm, and don't worry, I've got it jotted down and I will be revisiting that in a future episode because our attitude towards food waste is something that really gets ingrained in us as little kids, right? So in any case, you know what would happen the vast majority of times that I ate out was that I would walk out overly full. I actually thought everyone did this. I didn't realize that people could stop eating when they've had enough and that they would actually listen to their body's signals. Like that really felt foreign to me. Instead, like for me, overeating at restaurants, like it felt gross, but I didn't even really perceive it as a problem because for me, it had almost become normal. It was pretty routine for me. 
Now, the crazy thing is, if you're familiar with the, the, the concept, the economic term sunk cost, that refers to the money that you've already invested or spent on something, right? So like, for example, with this restaurant analogy, once you order a meal, you've, you've already committed to paying for it, right? It's money that you've already spent, or of course, you may pay the tab at the end of the meal, whatever. But here's the thing, you're going to be paying for that meal with money one way or another. Do you also want to pay with, you know, potentially a stomach ache, maybe bloating, indigestion, lack of energy, poor sleep, acid reflux, whatever. I could keep on going, right? And most of us would say, no, that's not worth it. What I'm getting at here is that sometimes, in fact, a lot of times, or at least more often than I wanted to admit, sometimes less is more. Sometimes in order to enjoy your meal, it means not stuffing yourself. It means being cognizant of the fact that in order to really, truly maximize the enjoyment of the meal, you need to quit while you're ahead. Now, quitting while you're ahead really makes me think of, you know, some of the greatest sports athletes, right? Like after they've been playing many, many years and, you know, they've been amazing. Fans love them. They're at the top of their game. It's so hard for them to decide when to retire. We don't like to see them when they start to slow down and fumble and not be at the top of their game. Now, some of you might know I'm a huge tennis fan. I love playing tennis. I love watching tennis. And you may know that Serena Williams and Roger Federer, for that matter, but I'll just stick with Serena, <laughs> they both retired like within a week of each other in September of 2022. And just sticking with Serena, you know, she was at the top of her game for years. She dominated the sport of tennis, women's tennis, for like 20 years. And then she started to go downhill. I mean, shoot, we all do with age, right? So she was not winning as many matches. She was having a much harder time even getting to the playoffs or the finals at the big major tennis events. And finally, she made the decision to retire, to, to step back from playing professionally. Obviously, she's got a million and one other engagements and investments and all sorts of different things that she's doing and sponsored on, right? And, and, and it may not be the best analogy to think of, you know, a, a sports uh, athlete because that is implying that we're all going to eventually, like, not get as great at what we're doing, okay? And, and that's really not the best analogy, but just work with me here for a moment because it, essentially, ideally, right, like for an athlete, you retire at the top of your game. People never really see you losing, right? So for us, when it comes to food, so many of us believe that more is better. And if something tastes yummy, then eating more of it will just give us more pleasure for a longer period of time. 
But that's simply not the case. Not at all. Right? So I want you to really imagine what would it mean for you to quit while you're ahead. This has nothing to do with deprivation or restricting yourself. Okay? It has everything to do with you asking yourself, hmm, what would I need to do so that I feel the very best possible after my meal or later this evening, both physically as well as mentally, right? Like how can I enjoy this meal right now as I'm eating it and have no regrets later? That's the biggest thing here, not having regrets, okay? Like if you were to tell me that you overeat all the time and you have no problem with it and it's totally supporting your goal, I have no problem with that. But what I don't like it is when I hear time after time people telling me that they're overeating and they don't know how to stop. And so what I stop and tell them is ask yourself, when might it not be worth it? And are you potentially believing that more is better? right? And so as you become more aware of potential situations where maybe you've overeaten, you may actually be able to decipher and realize certain moments when it's just not worth it, right? It's kind of like the same as spending money on something only to discover that it, it didn't really tickle your fancy, whatever it was, as much as you had hoped that it would, right? Like, I don't know, buying a pair of shoes and then realizing that they don't fit quite right. That's always a bummer, right? Basically spending your money on anything that's not worth it. You learn pretty fast. Like, hey, I don't want to spend my money that way again. I'm going to be a little bit more picky or I'm going to be a little bit more critical the next time I'm in a situation where I'm faced with, you know, those kind of purchases, right? I mean... Let me think of a dental example. Let's say you normally buy your diamond burrs from company X and you realize that, you know, these diamonds kind of get used up really fast, like basically single use burrs. Like you need to toss them after one use, for example. And then they increase the price on these burrs. You might think to yourself, you know, are these burrs really worth it? Maybe I want to go somewhere else to buy these diamond burrs, right? Like you'll really think to yourself, like, is it really worth the price that I'm spending for these things? Is the bang worth the buck? It's the same with our food, right? So maybe you've been eating certain foods in certain quantities, not really paying attention to how you feel afterwards. That's kind of like not really looking at the invoice. Like you're paying the bill, but you're not really aware of how much you are actually spending right? And so what I'm asking you to do, what I'm inviting you to do is to ask yourself to basically start paying attention, start getting honest with yourself, like whatever treats that you enjoy in the evening after you come home from work, whatever it is, right? Like how do you really feel when you eat them? Do you feel great during and afterwards? Are, and, and I'm talking about both physical and mentally. Like, how are you feeling physically? Are you feeling sluggish? Are these treats zapping your energy? Is it actually making you want to eat more of them, for example? Is it turning into a domino effect? 
And most importantly, is it helping you towards your goal, right? Now, sometimes we think about foods that we enjoy, and what we do is we kind of up the ante on them, like how much, you know, by how much we think about them, how much we think we like them. For example, how often have you heard, or maybe even said or thought to yourself, like, oh man, I really need this glass of wine. It just helps me settle down. Or we might say things like, you know, I can't wait to have some chocolates or some snacks after work or after dinner. It's just so enjoyable, so yummy. I mean, I can't tell you how I used to do that year after year, upping the ante on certain treats that I really would enjoy, right? And, but here's the thing. How much are you taking into account the aftermath, how you're physically and mentally feeling afterwards, right? Just like I alluded to, your energy level, your quality of sleep mentally, if you're okay with those decisions or not, right? And by all means, please don't, please don't interpret this to mean that I'm telling you, you shouldn't enjoy treats or wine or sweets or whatever it is. That is hundred percent not the case but I do want you to get really honest with yourself, okay? Because if any of this is causing negative effect for you, then you need to stop telling yourself that all these treats are amazing for you and that you enjoy them so much. If you don't like the negative effects of whatever it is that you're consuming, then you need to come to terms with how much buck you're paying for the bang, so to speak, right? Like I want you to ask yourself, is the bang worth the buck? If the answer is yes, then great. Keep at it. I have no issue with that, right? Like you may say you have a glass of wine every day when you come home. You have no problem with it. It's totally worth the buck. You are completely in alignment with that. And if that's the case, that's fabulous. But if in contrast, the answer is no, actually, it's really not worth it. Like, yes, you enjoy it in the moment, but it's not really worth the negative consequence. I keep wanting to say the word sequelae. (laughs) I'll go with the word consequence. If it's not worth it, then I want you to know you're not stuck. You can make a change. It's never ever too late to just tune into yourself and to learn and to understand what your needs really are so that you can take care of yourself without resorting to autopilot or mindless eating And then ending up paying a price tag that's not worth it in the end, right? When you learn how to get the most bang for the buck, you realize that every single eating opportunity, you just get to ask yourself, is this worth it? And you can ask yourself this before you take the first bite. You can ask yourself while you're eating. And and of course, if the answer is no, I suggest that you stop, okay? Now, of course, you could ask yourself afterwards too. You could say, was that worth it? And here's the thing, which I'm not going to get into really in this episode, but even if you discover that no, something wasn't worth it and, and you're done eating, it's already down the hatch, it's actually really helpful that you discovered it and you realized it and you came to terms with it. Now you have a 1% improved chance that next time you're going to think twice before you eat it. You know, whatever it is, that, that thing that you consumed. 
And let me just tell you, if you don't think 1% is a lot, then I want you to think about, you know, who knows, your retirement funds or your savings accounts or, or even your mortgage, right? Like if they told you the interest was going up by 1% on your retirement account or whatever it is, the interest, you'd be pretty stoked. And in contrast, if your mortgage uh, uh, interest rate went up 1%, that's a lot, right? It compounds. 1% is a really big deal. So don't minimize the power of a 1% improvement, okay? So it's not helpful to beat yourself up if you've recognized that something is not worth the buck, right? That bang is not worth the buck. You simply get to dust yourself off, learn from it, and realize, guess what? Next time, you don't want to repeat it, right? Even if you do repeat it, I bet there's going to be a chance that you're going to stop yourself a little bit sooner. And my friends, that is what permanent weight loss is all about, making incremental changes little by little, Okay, my friends, I want you to go out there this week and I want you to maximize the heck of the pleasure from your meals. I want you to enjoy your holiday meals. This is not about not enjoying things. It's about enjoying them and also quitting while you're ahead. It's about being cognizant of how much you're going to pay for that meal, not just with money, but in terms of physical and mental side effects. Okay, I know you can do this. You do not need to be perfect at this to really start seeing some changes that are going to add up. And as always, my friends, I'm rooting for you. And hey, before you go, I want to tell you really quick about weight loss for dentists. Okay, this is the program that I created to help busy dentists just like you find freedom around food. And really take all of this work to the next level to get the permanent weight loss that they want. If that sounds like something that you want for yourself and you think it really could be what you're looking for, I'd invite you to reach out and schedule a quick 30-minute call with me. Together, we can decide if this program is a good fit for you. And also, I'll just be really upfront. If it isn't a good fit, I'm going to help you to find resources so that you can get the permanent weight loss that you want. Here's the thing. If you've been wanting to lose weight for a long time, truly, nobody's going to come to your door telling you now is the time. There isn't going to be like an airplane that writes it in the sky for you or smoke signals or whatever. You just need to have that tiny, tiny little glimmer in your eye that's telling you, you know what? This goal is worth it. This change that you want to make is worth it. Even if you have no idea how to get there, even if you're super nervous and super afraid, even if you don't really believe in your ability to follow through, okay? I can help you to learn how to get consistent, how to really make it happen for yourself once and for all. And so I invite you to schedule a quick call with me. To do that, you go to drnatanya.com forward slash work with me. I will link it in the show notes. My friend, you've probably spent money on so many people this month and during the holidays, and I'm wondering how you're prioritizing yourself and your own goals. Take this opportunity as a tiny little step to see if weight coaching is right for you. 
I'm so excited to get acquainted with you and just see what weight coaching might be able to do for you. So again, schedule with me at drnatanya.com forward slash work with me. All right, my friends, I hope that you are finding time to prioritize your needs during the holidays. I can't wait to talk to you next time. Have a fantastic week. Hey, if you're ready to start taking action towards permanent weight loss, then go download my five secrets where I'll teach you the top five things to lose weight and keep it off without resorting to restrictive diets, deprivation, or even intense exercising. Go to drnatanya.com forward slash start. That's drnatanya.com forward slash start to get started. It's time to make your weight loss goal a reality.